welcome, Pioneers. We are in season three, Through the Eyes of Men, Upcoming Fathers, and it has just been awesome. We only have one left, and we'll be done with Upcoming Fathers, moving on to fatherhood. But today we have on here, Rashana. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! What's up? What's up? <laughs> Rashana, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Rashawn Taylor. I'm living in New Orleans, Louisiana. And um, yeah, I am a mechanical engineer at a place <laughs> called S3. And uh, I'm a volunteer youth pastor. And so Shala and I met, uh, she came um, up, well, not up through the youth, but she came to our youth services. And uh, we've been good friends ever since then. Oh my God, we're friends? <laughs> you learn something new every day. I'm oh crying. Such an honor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question. Are you expecting a child or do you want one in the future? Well, I'm not expecting, but uh, I do want one, two, maybe three in the future. Um, That's a, a pretty quick. Um, You said one, two, three. Are you going to keep going up? Oh, I can. And so I would always joke that, you know, I want a football team. No, thank but, you. Yeah, I know that's not realistic. So <laughs> a cap at five, let's just say that. I have a friend who legit said she, so her answer was, I'm not going to put a number on it, but eight. And I was like, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> oh, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want kids, but that's, that's, that's a little too much there. Are you married or dating? Neither at the moment. Um, not married or dating. I was for sure you're gonna say you're married. I was like, oh, when was the wedding? Oh no, child. <laughs> Why I'm are you saying like that? I'm not ready for that just yet. Look, I was in a relationship not too long ago, and let me tell you, it just <laughs> reminded me. Yeah, it, it reminded me that I enjoy being single. Let me tell you that. <laughs> It really, really be like that. Uh-huh. Oh, I felt that one. Do you think you're ready to be a dad? Uh, yeah, I, I would say I'm ready to be a dad. And so um, I already said that I, I volunteer as a youth pastor. And so I'm around kids a lot. And I kind of grew up yeah. um, teaching and, and volunteering and mentoring people younger than me, kids, yeah. not just teenagers. And so... Um, being around them and being that, that person that they can look up to, it, it makes me feel like that I'm ready to be uh, a father, someone that a child yeah. can depend on. What are you ready and prepared for as it pertains to fatherhood? Well, I'm ready to like try to make, raise my kids differently than my father raised me. Now, he wasn't a terrible father, but there are just some things um that he does that he did that i don't agree with and a lot of people won't necessarily agree with and mm -hmm. like a quick example i would always joke with people and, and like if i accidentally burp out loud i say oh i get to see how the other half live because growing <laughs> up <laughs> growing up if i did that i automatically got punched in the chest so i, I would never burp in front of people it's so just a small small example of some of the crazy things that would happen um, yeah. in fatherhood. And so I'm definitely, definitely, um, looking forward to, to that. 
to yeah. being different than what my father was. What are you unprepared for? Oh gosh, like <laughs> so I just said I, I enjoy being single and being alone. I know that that ain't gonna happen <laughs> when those little boogers are like running around. Hey dad, can you hey dad? Can you? Like, no, no, no. Let me let me lay down and be a little lazy right quick, you know. And so that'll probably be the the biggest change that I'll have to to make, you know, have to put myself aside to, you know, always be there for them. Yeah. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, is your dad in your life and how do you think that will affect your fatherhood? Yeah, he's definitely in my life. Now, we don't communicate very, very often, um, but there's no hatred among us. Uh, I forgave him for everything that um, I've been through with him. So, yeah. And like I said, and like you said, you already hit on it. Um, The way that he brought me up is not the way that I want to bring my kids up. And so his parenting style is something I want to um, counteract, you know, do something differently. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Could you be a father to someone else's child? I believe so. Now, now, you know, some of these kids be terrible. You know, you're talking about like playing stepdad, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you know that little meme. You're not my dad. Shut up, get on my face. Like, <laughs> feel like I'll punch you. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. But, <laughs> but no, in the role that I'm in right now, I know that uh, I can father someone else's child. I mean, just the other day. Oddly, but just the other day, some kid was like, hey, you're my dad. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. But <laughs> yeah, settle down, son. But <laughs> but I, I know that the way that I can care for the younger people and the way that I carry myself out and want them to kind of walk in the mm-hmm. ways that I walk in, um, I know that I can follow someone else's child. Yeah. You have the spirit of a father on you too. And I've told you that before, but you really do have the spirit of a father on you. How would you handle the death, miscarriage, stillbirth, SIDS, et cetera, of your child? That'll definitely be tough because, um, well, first of all, I've never had anybody close to me um, Mm. pass away just yet. So I don't necessarily know that feeling. But I've walked through that with somebody. Um, yeah. My old worship leader in college, uh, once her child passed away, stillborn mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, she called me like we we mourned together, and I felt yeah. her pain. And so just through her pain, I can only imagine how I would go through that. So yeah. I don't really have the answer to that, but I know it definitely be hard. And as a Christian, you know, they always tell us. Um, you know, maybe God got a plan. I'll just hold on to God. And yeah. I know one of my favorite worship songs was um, Miracles. And that song was actually yeah. written after that worship pastor, uh, Chris Koalala. Him yeah. and his wife had lost their child. And so, you know, he wrote that song. I was saying, God, I still believe in you. You're the God of miracles. Yeah. Um, that miracle didn't happen in that moment, but he still believed in God and believed what his plans were. So will I be that strong? I doubt it. But <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, continue to hold strong in that. Yeah. So, really, I don't know how I would ha- handle it, 
all that said, mm-hmm. I don't know how I would handle it, but I know it'd definitely be a little bit tough. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What traditions do you want to break with your kids? Traditions I want to break? Well, I definitely want them to know that they can come to me with, with whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very sheltered. But I feel like I'm very sheltered because my father, all my parents didn't really make an environment of, hey, come to me when you're sad, come to me, you know, when you're broken and stuff like that. And so um, that's a tradition that I want to like, well, that's leading to what's coming next. But yeah, I want to break that mentality of y'all got this, you know, I don't want to be the stereotypical black parent. Well, oh, you're 18. All right. You 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 yeah. uh you did all right now. Go ahead, go find your own house. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that type of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What traditions do you want to start? And so yeah, I was kind of easing into that. Like what I want to start is like letting them know that they can come to me with whatever is going on. You know, if mm-hmm. life is tough, I'm not gonna like turn my back on and say, well, toughen up. You know, if I have mm-hmm. a, a boy, you know, you're a man. You got this. Go through it. Now, you know, yeah. I want them to know that they can come to me emotionally. We can work through those those things together, you know, and also just let them live a little bit. You know, yeah. I, I talked about the the craziness in my life, you know, can't burp in public. Not that I want to, but, you know, can't do things like that. Let them know, man. Yeah. You're human. Things happen. Mm-hmm. So good. What is one thing you want your child to know you for? I want them to to know me for somebody that's compassionate, somebody that's mm-hmm. that's going to be there no matter yeah. what. You know, knowing that they can come to me and ask for things. Yeah. You know, um, one thing that I know I got from my father, or well, yeah, definitely from my father, is like anger, mm-hmm. and so not really knowing how to handle certain situations if things come um, that I don't necessarily like or it could even be small things and then I would handle it wrong or he would handle it wrong Um, and so you know that's one thing I want them to know that I'm going to be there I'm going to be compassionate I'm going to walk you through whatever you need to be walked through and you know we're going to be great yeah Mm, so good. What do you want to impart in your kids the most? Well, mainly to have a relationship with God. You know, I want them to have that same faith that I have. Yeah. And to just grow up with someone that's respectful and all that. Um, you know, despite the culture that I grew up in and the area, um, my mom. And even my father, they did everything that they can to make sure we grew up with, you know, manners. And so, yeah, I did have anger issues. Yeah, I did talk back to some people and lash out. But at the end of the day, when people see 
me and my brothers, they would always say, hey, y'all parents like raised y'all yeah. well, you know, and so I want to impart that one to have good faith and another one to just be respectful of people. Yeah. What do you have to say to other upcoming fathers? Well, one, make sure y'all ready to do it. Yeah. Um, having a child is not just, you know, blinking and then a baby come out. Like, you got to be mentally prepared, physically prepared. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite words. <laughs> but yeah, mentally prepared, uh, physically, emotionally prepared, and, and most importantly, financially prepared, you know. You should know what you're getting yourself into. And so before you, you go in unprotected or planning to have a child or even unplanning to do it, just like make sure you're ready because if you grew up in a terrible situation, why would you want to bring a child into that situation that you're currently Ooh, in? Jesus. You know, why don't you try to like fix what you have and then bring a child into a better situation than what you got going on? So that's that's really it just make sure you're ready and like don't try to live out your shortcomings through your children mm, you know with yeah. with sports my, my father really really wanted us to go far in sports that way he pushed us like <laughs> way too hard which yeah. i enjoyed i admired it but there was some points where like and i shared with you before but um yeah. i was like beat because you know, I wouldn't listen to him or do what he wanted me to do yeah. because I guess he wanted to he wanted me to succeed in sports more than I did. At that yeah. time I was a little game freak and he wanted me to be an athlete. And so I didn't jump to an athlete until high school. And so yeah. he was trying to impart that in me in middle school. And so let your kids live whenever you had have, have them as mm -hmm. well. You know, so. let them make their own decisions. Oh, so good. Bonus questions. Bonus. All right. What do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? Ooh. I kind of pick it back off what I was just um talking yeah. about, you know. Um first of all, like work on yourself. Therapy's a thing. And I know Amen. a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people refuse therapy. Like make sure like you are good and don't take all your anger out on your children, man. Mm -hmm. And don't try to repeat things that you didn't like your parents doing to you and then do it to your kids. Oh, that's so good. All right. And last question. What do you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? Please, please, please choose your baby daddy, husband, whatever, right? <laughs> Amen. Because, <laughs> my goodness, people just be having babies with anybody. And then they get mad and upset when, yeah. when uh, homie don't show up or provide like. Mm, Jesus kind of did that to yourself and i'm not just trying to throw women down and, and like i say with dudes to make sure you're ready wrap up mm -hmm. if you're not ready mm -hmm. but yeah choose your your significant other um for qualities that you will believe will be a good father well not even just a good father a yeah. good husband 
you know? Yeah, oh, so good. Mm-mm-mm. Well, pioneers and beautiful people, with that, that concludes this episode. Thank you, Roshan, so much for being on here. It was a blast. And guys, if this blessed you in any way, please do not keep your mouth closed. Go share this with someone. Go use this wisdom and change your life, change the community, and change the world. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.